bless each of you. There you go. Amen. Let's give our, all our young people a round of applause. It's such a blessing for us to witness them as they grow in the, in the admission of the Lord. At this time, we're going to allow everybody to participate in the service again in a very special way, and it's time for our benevolent offering. So at this time, I'm going to ask that the ushers come and that the choir give us a selection, and this choir looks a little different today, so let me commend Sister Bell and uh, the team. Um, they have not only our choir, but their mothers in honor of, of upcoming Mother's Day, so amen. Ushers, choir. Doing something wonderful. Say it again. Something awesome and incredible. Incredible and awesome. We're going to say that again. Turn the microphone up here. God is doing
I'm going to share just a few announcements with you. Um, we ask that you please keep the Hunter family in your prayers. Uh, sister Ella M. Hunter will be funeralized, and she's a, the uh, sister of Sister Carol Hunter. Those services will be on Tuesday, this Tuesday, at Family Memorial Funeral Home, and that is located in Canton. And also ask that you keep Sister Teresa Green um, and my family in the prayer. Uh, sister Green's lost her sister-in-law, who happens to be my first cousin, um, on Friday evening. So please keep that those families in your prayers, and those services are incomplete at this time. In fact, keep all of our members in our, in our prayers, um, because uh, prayer works. At this time, we have additional announcements from the media. Media, you're on. Registration for Camp Cade is available through May the 26th. The camp cost is only $60 per person, and the camp will take place June the 3rd through the 7th. Please be sure to stop by the Old Fellowship Hall for more information. Ministry leaders, please be sure to stop by the Old Fellowship Hall to pick up your copy of the Cade Social Services Resource Handbook. The handbook is a valuable compilation of community resources that members can access or for referrals for family, friends, and the community. A special thanks to C-Corp planners for making this available. The K-Chapel Youth Department pageant ministry would like to thank Pastor Buckley and the entire K-Chapel family for your financial support, prayers, and encouraging words during the Miss K-Chapel and Miss Jackson District pageants. Please join us in congratulating the 2019 Miss Jackson District Rose and Princess winners, our very own Kenya Johnson and Tristan Ballou. Congratulations, ladies. High school seniors, please be sure to see any member of the Nate Ruffin Scholarship Board to pick up your scholarship application form on today. Please join us for Vacation Bible School 2019 STU Super Training University with Jesus. Pre-registration begins today via the K-Chapel app or in the O Fellowship Hall from 9.45 to 11. VBS will be held June the 11th through the 13th with dinner served nightly at 5 p.m. Did you know that you have a deacon and I have a deacon? 
In fact, all families here at Kate Chapel have been assigned a deacon. Even though this is true, we realize that some people don't exactly know their deacon. So for the entire month of May, we're going to be helping you to find your deacon. If you're not sure who your deacon is, it's for one of these two reasons. Reason one, you literally have no idea. Or you know your deacon's face, but not their name. Or you know their name, but not their face. This morning, we're going to help you with the problem number two. So if you know your deacon's name, but not their face, or their face, but not their name, grab your phone and open the K-Chapel app. Click on the More tab, and then click on the Deacon Board icon, and here you'll find pictures, names, and contact numbers for all of our current K-Chapel deacons. And then, go meet your deacon. We'll tackle problem number two next week. It's first Sunday here at K-Chapel, which means we're celebrating our youth and academics. We want to recognize the youth on the third nine-week term honor roll. For all A's, we have Anna Buckley, Kamala Cousin, Madison Duvall, Corey Gentry Jr., Michael Jones, Jonah Thomas, Evan White, and Kaylee Williams. And on the AV honor roll, we have Dalen Allen, Javen Allen, Kennedy Brown, Lindsey Butler, Nathan Cook, Shane Davis, Joshua Duvall, Matthew Duvall, Jennifer Fleming, Jolena Mitchell, Chloe Otis, Cameron Shelton, Charles Simpson, Charles Simpson's the second, Nia Slater, Caleb Young, and Carlton Young. Congratulations, young people. Way to go. And our youth highlight for the month is Kamila Cousin, a seventh grader at Bailey Apex Middle School, who received special honors as an all-A student and was recently acknowledged as a top 10 scholar in her class. She was also an inductee into the National Junior Honor Society. She's active in her school, a member of the band as a percussionist, loves music, and last month she competed and earned the first chair percussionist for the upcoming spring recital. Kamila is active in STEM, where she serves as a member of the Technology Student Association and serves in the capacity of secretary and has competed on the state level and placed second place in the oratorical competition. Congratulations, Kamila Cousin. And for Sunday here at Cade, we recognize your birthday. Happy birthday to everyone with a birthday during the month of May. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel app. But be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. Uh, we have a special emphasis on announcement from Deacon Brown. Deacon Brown. Thank you, Brother Deacon. Good morning, church. Of course, this morning, we'd like to talk a few things about one emphasis that we have in our church. The Jackson District Youth Department hosted its annual uh, Rose and Princess pageant at New Mount Zion Church on last Sunday. And, of course, we have our own ladies, young ladies, who competed in that pageant. It was a strenuous process, and the ladies had to work hard in their talents and poise and show how they were to wear that crown. Well, Kate Chapel, you saw it on the announcement, but you didn't quite give them the applause that I was looking for this morning, so I'm going to give you one more opportunity to get that one right. This morning, we're going to bring our young ladies forward so you can see them. Young Miss, uh, young Miss, as I can say, uh, Jackson District Princess, is Miss Kristen Ballou. Come on, church. And our Miss Rose, Miss Kenya Johnson. Come on, let's do better than that, Kate Chapel. Come on, these are our children. Yes, yes. Yes, they did awesome. 
All I can say this morning on their behalf, if you were not there at New Mount Zion when they did their competition, you missed it. Look, our young lady, Miss Tristan, had a voice range that I had never seen in a long time. That young lady blew us out that church. And Miss Kenya, of all things, we know she danced well, but just that day she showed her real, real skill set. So it's show what we're giving here at Kane Chapel in our youth department. Now I petition you. I petition you as a church. Again, I've been up here many times and I've asked the church to get your children involved. Of course, if your child is sitting here this morning, and they're not actively involved in some ministry of the youth department, parents, I am faulting you. We can do better. Within our Sunday school department, we're seeing a slim decrease in our kids showing up for Sunday school. We have to get our kids here in the mornings and get them more involved in things that's going on in our church. Now, it's not too late. It's their time. Starting today, at 11, after 11 o'clock service, we're asking that you bring your child from the ages, I think, from 10 12 to 18 to the youth council meeting. This is for our children. Of course, if you don't realize that our children are the ones who's going to make this church rise completely up. Because one day we can't do this. And we're going to rely on them to be able to stand before us and minister beyond the people of these walls of this church. So I ask you, I plead with you, get your children involved in something. If you don't know where they can be usually utilized, we have a choir up here, urges in the back, and we have many, many more things we can build them involved in. See me, and I'll find somewhere to put them. We'd also like to take a special opportunity to thank uh, our escorts. So many times our young men don't get recognized, and we want to make sure that you know they gave up their time and efforts to assist with our young ladies during the pageant process. So we'd like to thank um, Deshaun Wolf. Deshaun, I saw you and also Caleb Young. So we give those young men a round of applause as well. Good morning, church. First, giving honor to God for giving me this opportunity, for giving me this talent that I was able to use at the pageant. Um, I'd like to thank the pastoral staff and especially you guys for all your support donations for everything. My, from my youth council, from my praise dance team, from the youth choir, I really love my church, y'all. Like, I would do anything to make sure y'all are proud. Because we, we are the future. We are the future. And as, the, as us being the future, we have to make you guys proud. Start our own history. Start our own movement. Start our own... You get what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I am also president of the Youth Council here at K Chapel. Can all kids from 12 to 18 please stand? That's 18. Come on. All right. Okay, after, after this service, we will be having our youth council. As Mr. Ken Brown said, we do have a youth council at our church. At the youth council, we basically talk about things that we can do for our youth department to excite it, to expand it. Like I said, because we are the future, and we just want our youth department to grow and grow and grow as we move on with our lives. As you know, we have some seniors graduating, so we're just asking your kids to come in and just take them positions that us as seniors and juniors are, they moving on in life. And uh, we also ask that you guys bring in a $5 due. You don't have, it goes to the youth department. So we ask you just please put in a $5 due. Um, there will be a Sunday dinner after the meeting. So yeah, come out. Thank you.
thank you so much, and congratulations again to our young people. You make us proud, and we thank God for you. Now, during the announcement, you saw that uh, it's uh, first Sunday, first Sunday in May, so that means we have to recognize our May birthday baby. So if you were born in the month of May, would you please stand up? All May birthday babies, please stand up. All right, we've got something special for you. Chapel and you saw the, all the amazing things going on at K Chapel, we want to make sure that you know that you too can become a part of this family and we want to recognize you at this time. So all visitors, would you please stand up? Visitors, would you please stand up? K Chapel, let's give them a, a, a hand clap. On behalf of our senior pastor, Reverend Reginald Buckley, all of our boards and members, we're just so glad you chose to work, worship with us today. And we're going to give you something right here at KH Chapel. You can get no other church anywhere. Hit it, y'all.
It is now time for our tithe and offertory period. We have a spoken word from the pulpit and a selection from the choir. And the urchins will give us all of an opportunity to participate. This time, the deacons are coming and word from the pulpit. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. I have shown you all things, how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said it is more blessed to give than to receive. This is the word of God for the people of God. All praises to our God. Urshus, choir.
our doxology. chapel we call special music special music just really means it gives us an opportunity to prepare our hearts and our minds from the message from the pulpit we do that through a special selection from the choir and let's give this choir and these moms a round of applause for doing an amazing job so at this time we'll have our special music from the choir before we sing, I just want to share a little bit about why we have our moms up here. It's Mother's Day month. It's May. And um, there's an African proverb that it takes a village to raise a child. And it certainly does. But it all starts with the one who has birthed us. And the mom is there from the beginning. Our mothers nurture us before we even come out into this world. I'm so thankful for my mother. <laughs> Um, and I'm thankful not only for her, even though we're not close, like in distance, <laughs> um, but I'm thankful for other mothers that have stepped in, godly mothers. Your mother might not be here, or someone else might have raised you and taken over that position, but we all have someone who, have, who has nurtured us. And this morning, moms, I didn't, share, didn't get a chance to share with you yesterday, but your children are amazing. They have changed they have changed my life. This past year, working with these kids, they don't know the power that they have and that they hold. But they have healed me. Their love, their spirits have healed me in ways that it's amazing just that what God can do through a child. And I thank you because you are the ones that work with them, you, you work with their spirits every day. And we're just here to honor you. And this morning, it's so special that we get to worship with you, moms. Thank you. today we just celebrated the most important spiritual holiday in our lives and that's the resurrection of our Savior and I was just praying with Alicia just now and she just blessed us so this morning we thank her for being that sacrifice and for guiding our children when we think about Jesus one thing I know is that he lives in our hearts we know that the crucifixion and he had to die he had to go back but he rose 
So one thing about it, he's not dead. And I'm so excited that I serve a risen Savior. Amen. I know that he's alive. And how do I know that he's alive? Because he lives in my heart. Amen. Can I get a testimony on that? Does he live in your heart today? Is he alive for you and your experience and your existence? So as we pray through this song, please come on and just, just lift God. Just love on God just a little bit. By his stripes we are healed. By his nail-pierced hands we're free. By his blood we're washed clean. Now we have the
Hallelujah. Is the highest praise. You ought to praise God today. It's time to praise God. It's time to give God glory for all that he has done let the church say amen is God good I shouldn't have to ask it again but I'm going to do it anyway is God good thank God that he is better to us than we are to ourselves. Give our young people another hand. They, they are doing a wonderful, a marvelous job. They are doing a wonderful job and I, I thank God for them. I thank God for you that are here at this worship moment. I thank God for the opportunity to come and to share in this worship experience. 
I've said it time and time again. I always do say it. We didn't come here to serve God. We came here to worship. Amen. We came here to give him glory, to give him honor, to praise his holy name. Once we do that, then we go out there to serve. And we serve God through serving our fellow man. Amen. There is a word I want to share with you this morning. Before I get any further, I want to call your attention to the book of Matthew chapter 20. Eight, I believe it was read in your hearing by one of our young people. Matthew chapter 28, beginning with verse number 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me, in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Recognizing and giving glory, giving thanks to the pastor, uh, Reverend Buckley, to all of the brethren, ministry, Thank God to see you here. Thank God to see all of the deacons and all of the mothers and all of the family folk I see in the congregation, all of those that claim me as part of your family. I'm glad to be home once again. Amen. Many of you already know me been knowing me for a long time and I thank God for just being here just being home it's, it's something about coming home uh, it's different from when you go somewhere else uh, and when you when the Lord calls you and put a preacher in a specific place and and he is the pastor, and everybody looking to him. But when he come home, that place that looked at you and said, you, you've been called, and we can see something in you. And you're able to come back to this place. It's just good. I feel good. I don't know about anybody else. I feel real good this morning. I want to use as a subject, using from this particular text, uh, uh, Matthew 28, 18 through, and I may refer 
to other parts of Matthew uh, gospel, I want to talk about go tell that. Go tell that. Look at your neighbor and say, go. Tell it. That. Amen, amen, amen. You know, uh, uh, in so many cases, we find ourselves carrying on conversations with people that, that, that sometimes we don't know them and they don't know us. We, but we talk about a lot of stuff. Isn't that right? Sometimes we carry on conversation even with our own selves and, some, and, and with, with friends and loved ones. We can get on the phone and, 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 and well, that's not always a conversation. <laughs> but we talk about all kind of stuff. We talk about world economy and, and, and we talk about uh, uh, world government and we talk about all... Uh, what, what, we, 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 sometimes we're complaining about a lot of things. But there are some things that we ought to be able to go tell. That's not a complaint. And not a gossip situation. Where we're not talking about somebody. Or talking about a game or story, or telling a lie. There are some things that as God's people, we ought to be able to tell, and it ought to be easy to talk about it. As I was preparing to come this morning, Reverend Buckley called and asked me to come. I, I, my, my chest started sticking out. I almost felt real proud of the fact that he thought enough of me to say come. I called one of my friends, and we talked about it. My friend said, and Reverend Powell and I were talking in the office back there, and I, he said to me, just be yourself. And I, I, I take comfort in knowing that I can come home and just be self. Because God has done so much in our lives. And I got a testimony that I can tell. I can tell it wherever I go. When I look at this particular passage of scripture, Matthew opens this, this chapter up dealing with some things, some issues that cause 
conversation with people. Here it is, Matthew, in the first few verses, deals with the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus. He opens it up by talking about the fact that early in the morning, the women came to the tomb. When they got there, I found it interesting that he mentions the fact that the stone rolled away. That's worth talking about right there. These women went to anoint the body of Jesus, and when they got there, the stone was already gone. One writer said that when, as they were on their way, somebody asked the question, who will roll the stone away? That's a, that's a conversation within itself. But he goes on to deal with, with the fact that, that, that after they had gotten there, they looked into the tomb, and here was a man sitting up in there with, the, with his clothes bright. That was an unusual situation. They, 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 that was worth talking about, too. And, and, then, and, then, and then not only that, when they, when they looked in and he told them, go tell my disciples. They already had a conversation going on. Go tell my disciples. And, 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 and not only do you need to tell them that I risen, but I am going to meet them in Galilee. When they got on their way, can you imagine the excitement that they were having, the conversation that they were having on their way to tell the brethren that he is risen? Mm. I mean, I, I imagine they, they were all excited. I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to get to a point where... I can ask the question, what makes you excited? It's, 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 it's amazing as God's people how excited we get about the word of God. Have you ever, you don't, see, see, you don't see you from up here. But see, I can see you from where I stand. And, 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 and you, although, although you may look in my face, I'm trying to get over to you the fact that when it comes to God's folk, there ought to be something that excites you besides a football game. Besides your, 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 your special TV show. 
or your special meal. See, see, I see a smile on your face. When, when, when it comes to talking, when it comes to carrying on a conversation, when it comes to telling folk about Jesus, you ought to get excited. And I know some of you may say, well, it don't take, yes, it do. It takes, it takes all of that and then some. Preacher say, you don't know my story. These, these women must have been excited. And, and, and then they were on their way to tell the brethren. Woo, they were in a hurry. And then they got, as they were going, a few days later, Matthew makes a throws an, uh, something else in the story. He throws in there that there was a plot to deceive the people. See, I challenge you to read the story or read the whole chapter. Because around the 11th chapter, 11th verse, he deals with the fact that, 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 that the chief priests told the soldiers to come up with an excuse why they allowed Jesus out of the tomb. It wasn't said that way, but that's what it was. Because, the, see, the, the, the soldiers told the chief priest, and the chief priest said, we're going to give you some money so that you can just keep your mouth shut. And tell, if anybody asking a question now, you be sure to tell them that his disciples came and stole his body. That was deception. And, and, do I dare say that in, our, in the church today, we got a lot of deception. That's why a lot of us can't smile when it comes to church. We want to try to deceive folk into making them think that I'm a child of God. I'm a real child of God. But do you realize you can't deceive God? See, 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 all I see is the outside. <laughs> and, and, and what I see on the outside, I keep to myself. But what you, what God sees is on the inside of you. One time Jesus said, we got too many folk that look like a clean outside cup. But on the inside, you have to be careful what you got on the inside of you. So, 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 uh, uh, let me hurry to, 
Because, see, I don't want to keep you too long. I, I, I could be up here an hour if you, if you don't say anything, but I, I, <laughs> I'm not going to stay. I'm not going to keep you because I, I hadn't been home long, uh, uh, many times, and so I don't want to make you bored. But, 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 but when you study this text, you'll find Jesus in the, it was, it just caught my attention so quick. In the 17th verse, the, Bible, the, the scripture says, Matthew says that Jesus came to his disciples. And, and when he came to his disciples and they saw him, they worshiped him and some. Maybe, maybe some of them that doubted had gotten word from the, the soldiers that had, may, may, just maybe, may just, but, 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 but my, my problem is that how can you doubt when the evidence is so overwhelming? And then the Lord said to me, there are a lot of folk in the church with doubt as well. They doubt when I have said to them, I'm able to help them, but they doubt. But the evidence, every time you turn around, God is helping you some kind of way. And you still doubting. Every time you, you open your eyes, God is, in, is responsible. Every time you take a good deep breath, what are you? And you still doubting? God is able. And when, when then he, 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 he goes to his disciples and he says to them, all power is given unto me. Heaven and in earth. And that thing, that, 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 those three words in the 17th verse keep ringing in my ear. But some doubt it. We have heard God, we've, we've seen God at work in our lives, and yet, He has brought you out of darkness into the marvelous light. And you see. No wonder he had to say all power. That's the first thing I want to share with you. In the 18th verse, he says, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. In other words, I got the power to do whatever needs to be done. I got the power. Have you not, do you not recognize God's power in your life? What has he done for you that you couldn't do for yourself? Now, you're, that's up to you. You can, you, you, can keep, you can just bow your heads. Just nod if you, you know God has done some things in your life. 
could nobody do it but God. You don't have to say nothing, but you know good and well you didn't get where you are because you were pretty. You didn't get where you are because you got it all going on. All of us in here, every one of us in here, God has demonstrated his power in your life. And if you say you, he hadn't, you haven't looked down, looked back over your life and seen the dark days when you were wondering what was you going to do. When the money got funny and you didn't know where the money was going to come from. And some kind of way, God showed up on time. You've forgotten how the Lord opened doors for you. When you were walking around, you didn't know nothing about your own self. You were doing what the old folks say, young folks do today. They smelling themselves, and yet God walked with you. You've forgotten how he, he kept you in dangerous time through dangerous seen and unseen. You've forgotten how he brought you out of it. Some of, us, some of these young folks didn't grow up like, like some of us did. If you got a little gray hair, you understand what I'm talking about. We came up through them times when, when you could disappear and wasn't too many folk going to ask questions about it. Uh-huh, y'all. See, see, some of you folks that's at, at, at my age ought to wave your hand at me and say, if you don't want to admit it, just, just nod your head. I know, you know what I'm talking about. We ain't always had it like we got it now. We ain't always have cell phones like we got them now. now we grew, some of us grew up in that, that era when we were using those party lines. I was telling Reverend Powell, I got an aunt who is, is about to turn 90, turn, turn 100 next week. And she could sit down and tell you some things. And, 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 and we are, we, we've got to learn not just to go, but to tell it. Tell these young folks you haven't always had. Your color TV has always been color. One of the greatest things that, the, that in the Old Testament that God told the children of Israel is to tell your folk from which you have come. And I, I declare today that a lot of us have forgotten to tell our children our children think we always had it like this. We always been eating steak. We, we always had, had as, as Burger King said, had it our way. Y'all don't have to say nothing. 
I know, I know what I'm talking about. I had members of my own, the, the church where I was pastor, the, one of the, the, the brightest young mothers of the church. I said one day in the worship service, I said, we too busy satisfying our children. We go and, and we'll buy them this and we'll buy them that. And, 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 and when we call them to the table, we always want to know what you want to eat. You don't have to say nothing, but 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 I, I, when I said I said to her, look, sister, you know good and well your mama didn't raise you like that. Whatever was on the table, that's what you ate. And if you didn't want it, go to bed hungry. We are living in a privileged state now. And we got to tell it. Tell his children. One writer said, if you don't tell it, we are bound to go back to where we came from. And the evidence is all around us right now. Some of us are afraid to even come out at night. Half the time, we're scared to go somewhere in the daytime. If you don't tell it. Jesus. I got the power to deliver you from that, from all of that kind of stuff. And hasn't he done a wonderful job of it? We think, you, ought to, you ought to just think, say, thank you, Lord. Then, 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 then he says, go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Not only are we to recognize the power that God has and how he has delivered us out of all of this, this stuff that we've been in, but we are to go and make some disciples. Now that's been one of the that's been that, that that's bugged me for years because the truth of the matter is if we really do what Jesus said do then the church would not be as empty as it is. Just 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 let me let me dip down here just just in case somebody throws something because when we are faced with the truth. We want to deny it's my fault. I had a deacon that told me one Sunday, one day he said, the church ain't growing and it's because of you. I looked at him, I said, well, if it's because of me, then what are you doing? 
Because the truth of the matter is, we all called to this commission. He didn't say the deep, that, the, that, the, that the pastor had to be the one to draw the people. Jesus said, if I, if I be lifted up, I'll do the drawing. It's not the responsibility of Jesus to lift himself up. It's the responsibility of the church to lift Jesus up. Half the time our society don't have nothing to look forward to. Nobody to look and see how to get out of the ditch. Because we all want to run around here saying one thing and living another. <coughs> he said, go. But if you go, you better tell it. But you got to tell the truth now. Because the truth of the matter is when you walk, I was. Y'all seen this commercial on TV where the little girl is in the bathroom and grandmama's in the bathroom with her. Mama knocks at the door. Mama in there. They don't show whether the little girl said it or, or the, the, the mother said anything. They don't put that on the picture. They just, all you hear is no. And you see, the point I'm trying to get to is that when you, as a child of God, say you've been born again and you're walking around not showing that you're a child of God, not walking like you're a child of God, not acting like you're a child of God, not forgiving folk when they've done you wrong, not loving folk when they, they walk around talking about you, not being what you ought to be. You're not just affecting yourself. You're a walking, living, breathing example what God said. And if you don't walk that way, your children are looking at you. And, 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 and believe it or not, it doesn't make no difference what you tell them out of your mouth. They are looking at your life. I know you're saying, well, hurry up and go on and sit down. I'll be through in just a minute. I told, I told Reverend Tucker, I said, you got 20 minutes. I can stand up there an hour because <laughs> it's 11 o'clock. Here's what I'm getting at. The point is that if you're going to make a disciple, you cannot walk around just telling a disciple what to do. You got to walk. At that walk. You got to talk that talk. You got to live that life. You got to be a light in front of them. One of the main things that, that making a disciple and that Jesus did was he attached himself to folk. Mm. You don't believe it, do you? You don't believe it, do you? All 12 of the apostles or disciples that Jesus called, he called them out of the world and he attached himself to them. 
They walked with him. They saw how he prayed. They saw how he talked. They saw him live. They did what he said they do. They, 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 when he stepped out on board that ship and said, peace be still, those disciples heard his, the power that he had. You've got to be willing to make you. Now, first thing, you got to be a disciple, and then you got to be able to be willing to make a disciple. And you can't be living a lie. Go, ye therefore, and make some disciples. I'm just about through. The last thing I want to share with is that in that 20th verse, he says, and lo, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, don't just talk about it, teach it. I've, I've, I've walked the, I've been the example for everything that I've taught you. Lo, You, you have observed me healing the sick and raising the dead. Now go out and teach those folk. And lo, I am with you. Go tell that. Go tell folk that Jesus still is able to open blinded eyes. Tell that. Go tell folks that he is able and still willing to help lift you up out of the miracle. Go tell that. Go tell them that he died on Calvary. Tell that. Go tell them. Stayed in the grave. Early. Early. Early sun moon got up out of the grave, tell that all power in heaven and earth. Go tell that. And if you don't want to tell that, you ought to tell him he got up in my life. One day I was lost in a world of sin. But Jesus came along and saved my soul. You ought to tell that. Tell them he's able to do anything but fail you. Tell them that. Tell them he's a friend. Sticks closer than a brother. Tell that. Tell them he's a doctor in a sick room. Tell him he's a lawyer in a courtroom. Tell him. You ought to go tell that. Stop talking about what, what, what you can't do and what he, nobody else is doing. Tell him that God is doing in my life what nobody else can do. He's giving me joy, unspeakable joy. 
He puts a smile on my face when the devil says I ought to sit down. He picks me up and turns me around. He gives me faith to walk by faith. He lifts me up. He takes my hand. He guides my feet. He changed. He changed. He'll change your life. Tell him about that. Go tell that. Go tell that. There may be one of you that have yet to make Jesus ahead of your life. You've been trying for years to make a change in your life, and you've been trying to do it by yourself with no help. Well, I want to introduce you to somebody today that can give you all the help you need, and that is Jesus. Right now, we're going to open the doors of the church. You may come by letter, by Christian experience, or as a candidate for baptism. If you're tired of trying to do it by yourself and not getting anywhere, try Jesus. Tell that. Is there one? You may come now. So 
Brother Nicholas Smiley coming as a candidate for baptism. Little brother Nicholas Minor. Okay. Little brother Minor. Have a couple of questions I need to ask you. You believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Yes, sir. You believe he died for your sins and that God raised him from the dead? Yes, sir. Are you willing to study with us? Amen. That's all that's required. I'm going to ask that you go with the members of the orientation committee. And they're going to set you up for your orientation. <laughs> Let us all say amen. church say amen. Thank God for one. You know, the Bible says that when one, just, it don't yeah. take but one, just one ought to set the church on fire. We ought to be praising God. We ought to shout because the angels are shouting in heaven because one came. That's what the church is all about in the first place. Go tell that now. Let us stand. We give God glory, honor, and praise. Would you bow your heads where you stand? Father God, we give you now praise for all that you have done. We thank you, Father, for this one that has come willing and ex accepting you as their personal savior now father use them as you see fit bless their lives and hold him in the hollow of your hand do what you need to do for him there are others that are in the house that need to come help us to continue to let our light so shine that somebody will see you living in us and glorify you bless now these that are about to part, about to part from this place. Keep us in your care. Wrap your arm of protection around us, hold us. Help us to be all about what you don't want done. Bless each one individually and then bless us collectively. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Now may the grace of God, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forever. Let us all say amen. Amen. amen.